I want to do like a promo for the show. <clears throat> to reach the quality time podcast with Eric Woodworth, Jeremy Woodworth, and Ashley Pontyish. Do like a DJ voice. Hello, kitties. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy P. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. The dangling thumb. And you're listening to Quality Time Broadcast. And they paid me, oh, very little to say it is. I do remember uh, vividly having a conversation with Andrew before. He said Stavros was already like featuring and stuff at the time, and he was just like, "You should really lose some weight, Stavros." And Eric, you definitely should lose some weight. It's, it, it's saying that I was definitely fatter than Stavros, which hurt in that in that situation. And then he literally put on an ultimatum. He was like, uh, "Eric, if you lose seventy five pounds, you can feature here." That was a thing that Andrew actually said said to me <laughs> and then I did and I didn't feature so there was <laughs> uh, uh, so so it's all talk yeah yeah it's just Andrew just going well if you did this that would be that would be great um well I do feature there now so and I did it off my jokes so nah um <laughs> and who wants nice. to hear who wants to hear the the, the skinny stavros Ew, yeah, that sounds fucking gross. Yeah. Anyway, are we ready to go merge in Chris Restivo and get this episode that Ashley's really looked forward to all week for? I have that feeling of foreboding, like whenever you think someone might be in your house and you're going to get stabbed. <laughs> that means I still have gun in hand, but okay. then I end up like shooting a wall because I'm drunk and I'm like, well, damn, I thought it was somebody. Well, of course, it's because you're still—it's still in your hand because you haven't pulled it from your mouth yet. So, yeah. of, of course, you, of course, you're ready to go. <laughs> oh, I fall asleep. It's still in my mouth. Oh God. <laughs> Here we. Oh. oh. What's up, man? Oh. Oh my God! You're a blank wall. Are you I'm just? Blank. Yeah, I had to rip the uh, palm tree shit down. In the back, I had the Scarface background. Yeah, you didn't want to look video. like a jackass. I get that. I uh, no, that's uh, this. It's what are you just? Are you not going to join us on camera? You're just going to hide here. I am. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm on camera. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. I can think. God damn it! Right. What's I up? <laughs> What's up, you sexy beast, you? What's up? God damn it, it's good to see you. Hold on, we're I just gonna we're jumping right into the goddamn show. Welcome to the Quality Time Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Woodworth. First, I'm joined by both my blood and my brother, Mr. Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, sir? Oh, you caught me off guard. Yeah, it's me. 
It's just me. <laughs> it's just I didn't. We don't. We don't get Mr. Michael Caine this evening. I figured that's who would have joined us on the program. I figured it would be Michael Caine, serious I, actor. <laughs> wow, wow, here's Michael Caine tonight. Hey, Michael Caine. Oh my God, I took. I'm Jeremy now. Where are we? Um, and I'm also joined by the very lovely, the very talented Miss <clears throat> Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you, love? I'm good, Daddy. Yes, Ashley's here. She looks like she's got her nails and jacket blacked out, like she's uh, she've been the symbiote from Spider-Man Three is now attached to you. We have bad Ashley now. She's great. Couldn't pick a better movie. That's so hurtful. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Are you are you telling me? First of all, Spider-Man Three is a goddamn gem, and I. I dare you listen. Revisit Spider-Man Three. It makes sense. It is a good movie. That's so and it's so interesting, Eric. I swear we've had a fight where you had the opposite opinion. That's wild. No, 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 no. I have gone full 180 on it in like the last two years because I remember it had a sour taste oh. in my mouth, but I went back to it and Spider-Man Three. It listen. They shit on the part where Tobey Maguire looks like a big dork because he's walking around as emo Spider-Man. But that's what Peter Parker would be as an evil person because he's a fucking loser. That's why it makes sense. That's anyway. I won't lie. I did, Jeremy. I did tell your brother the other night. He was trying to compare himself to Batman, and I was like, no. I was like, Eric, if you're a superhero, you're swamp ass thing. <laughs> swamp ass thing uh but we do have a special guest uh, a long-awaited return it's got to have been we've probably done 200 episodes since the last time this gentleman is on he's surrounded by controversy he's a young entrepreneur always in there a purveyor of both sounds and impersonations he's just like prince he's basically prince in in white male form give it up for chris restivo christopher how are you sir been good man that is good to hear it's good to hear from you in the podcast world because a lot of listeners i mean i and i'm going to i'm going to dance around this as best i can you're a man of controversy in the past and you know obviously the i won't i won't even say the name of their show we'll call it r and j for the for the for the listeners here are you Um, talking about robin joe yes he's uh well he doesn't (laughs) you immediately ruined it but no robin robin joe uh you quit the robin joe show as one of their regulars on the thing and um and, and you you don't you you have serious beef to this day with them um yeah let's take our listenership through why you why you left the that show to be here on the quality time podcast but wait by the way better show if we're being honest okay you've made it i want to be i want you to know that this is wait you think the robin joe show is better than this show no no no. this show is better well that's what i'm saying i said you made the right decision you've you've upgraded clearly i mean look at it you get jeremy woodworth he's covered in plaque psoriasis a great ashley pontius who makes fucking good bits and me a you know a, a lovable cherub of the baltimore comedy scene and what was it <laughs> ashley's look when i said called myself a lovable cherub was when, uh, when you said r at first i thought you were gonna say retard yes whoa hey <laughs> hey okay that's, that's fair. a word you're not supposed to say or you're not supposed to say retard anymore <laughs> no it's but politically incorrect. Take, take our take our right. take us through at least your side of why you left the rob and joe show and and won't have contact with either rob joe or or even you said justin schlegel too you won't talk to any of them yeah fuck that 
Um, I left because all they would do is just talk shit about me, call me a loser. Um, you know, they destroyed my business. Like I had a t-shirt line going, but the good thing that came out of it is I made a new one. Stripper lives matter. Whole stripper themed clothing line. A stripper themed clothing line. And yes. uh yeah, so your your old yeah. company was five plated clothing, but we don't even mention that anymore. That thing's dead. Yeah, is that whole thing is that's dead to you now. Well, they hacked into my email somehow and then put a website up with me in some fucking gay picture. So wait, you think you think Rob and Joe are the perpetrators of this of this heinous act? I think act. Robbie Robinson is. You think Robbie Robinson is yeah. the guy who who man who is a beloved watcher of The Bachelor has taken his time That's and and basically gay already. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so, so you think Robbie Robinson has the the wherewithal and everything? You think he is the the culprit that ruined he's one your of them? Like that, they instigate their fans to make pages about me and just say terrible things. And it's just <clears throat> fuck that. I'm not going to be their whipping boy. And that's is there? Do you think there's any way that you know further down the line? I know. Listen, things are heated right now. But do you? Yeah. Is there a way to, to, to mend that relationship down the line? Because Rob Mayer speaks very yeah. nicely of you. I saw him last night. I did a show He's with him. He's the one who called me a loser. <laughs> <laughs> because we've had losers on our show before, and he's like, Chris Restivo. <laughs> I mean, fuck out of here. <laughs> but but the, the uh, uh, let me play a little bit of the devil's advocate, okay? Uh, now, now I, I've been I've been friends with Rob and Joe and Justin for a long time, and we are historic ballbusters. And in a world of uh, you know of cancel culture and things like that, do you think that maybe you're being a bit too sensitive to the subject? No, I think I'm the type of person I say whatever the fuck is on my mind, and I don't filter myself for anybody. Lately, like with society today, you say the wrong thing, you lose your job, you get banned. I mean, your shit's all over the internet. It's it's crazy. But like them calling you a loser, you think is that you canceled them essentially? No, I just left their show. They would talk shit about me and they'd be like, Chris, can you do a bit for us, please? Mm -hmm. Can you do a drop for us? And it's like, you're calling me a loser, but you're messaging me and wanting me to contribute to your show. That is, I, I, I get that. I mean, it that just makes doesn't make sense. You just didn't want to be you didn't want to be their whipping boy anymore. But so what yeah. would, what do you think it would take to, to, to mend that relationship? What would they have to do? Like if you were let, let's assume uh-huh. they're going to listen to this because they will. I mean, they're, they're my friends and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. But w- let's say you you wake up one morning. You're like, I want to make peace. What would they have to do for that peace to be to be back? Not even to be on the show, it's, just to have over. a cordial confer- conver- uh, conversation with you. It's over with them. That's it. You're going full Tony Soprano. They're cut off. He's just like, I fucking love you like a brother. And you just grabbed it and kissed him like goodbye. like a fucking brother. <laughs> <laughs> what if they gave Could you, you like- imagine like an episode, Joe goes into a psychiatrist. He's like, Joe, tell me about your brother. He's a fag. <laughs> I knew, that sounds just like Joe. Ro- it's classic Joe right there. What if, he, what if they gave <laughs> you like $10? Yeah, what? Yeah. They couldn't give me all of the money in the world to go back on their show. No, what about what wait, about twenty dollars? No, no, no. no, no. You, you said no amount of money. You say they go, hey, 
we've we've got a thing with Sirius XM now. They picked us up. We need you as a full time recurring character. It's 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 eighty eighty k a year for you to be on the show once a week. You don't take that. I need to tell him to shove it up his ass. Up his ass what, for eighty k. What, what if Joe Robinson sucked your dick? Yeah. What if oh, he? No. Why does everything have to go to that point? Like, ugh. Well, then, because think of how that would make his career look. You'd be like, yeah, that's the guy who sucked my peen. Yeah, that's not a big deal. It's not like you're gay. He'd be doing something gay to you. Yeah, he's the gay one. Not gonna happen. <laughs> If someone's like, Chris, I'm going to kill both of your parents, or you have to do a gay act, and you'll be like, sorry, Mom and Dad. Mm. It was a good ride. It was a good ride. See, I used to be that same way, and then I, as soon as I got this mortgage, if you told me there's one dick I have to go all the way up and down on, I'm and I don't have to work anymore, it's done. I don't, I'm doing it, and I don't know. Wait, I, I'm Eric, not, are we yeah. talking about you or me? yeah. <laughs> Hey, it, listen, yours is a friend of the show. Have you met Ashley, Christopher? I have not. This no, is I Ashley haven't. Pontius. She's uh, she's very funny, very talented, huge Chris Restivo fan. Um, there's, <laughs> there's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let me let's go back. So you had five plated clothing. They were for I, they ruined your brand name because someone they bought your totally website. Destroyed it, and then there was people on their show that they were encouraging to take the name. I was about to get an LLC. I was about to get a trademark for it and everything else, and they totally fucked it up. I, I had I had listened to the Robin Joe very very religiously now, and I'm pretty sure I heard an episode how Gramps was like, "I think I can make a website that'll fuck up Chris's." thing and i think it was gramps that actually did it no don't do not make up lies like this gramps is a is a sweetheart who doesn't know how computers work that's uh it'd be funny if he did it would be i don't have a problem with him because he didn't really give me shit there's um but there you you've now you've gone past the five plated clothing you've left that behind now and now you have a new company that is taken off tell us about the new brand here chris i'm going Stripper themed clothing line. Stripper lives matter. I got so many orders coming in. What's give me right what? Now. What's your first quarter looking like right now? How many of these units are you shipping out to the Millstream, to the Gold Club, to stuff like that? What do you got? I got a hundred bucks right now, or whatever. But all the girls, they love these fucking shirts. It's like it was a goof originally, but I was like, fuck it, why not do something with it? Promote the clubs. Like, I made a page allowing the girls to promote their nights they work at the different clubs that they're at. I mean, I'm at the strip club all the time. You so are. You are like, a strip club. Uh, you do support sex workers. That is that uh, is yes. a big thing. You're, I love absolutely. that so much. Mm-hmm. You do love. And, and Ashley Ashley is a big advocate for sex workers. She, uh, she always gonna, talks I'm gonna about I'm going to get that. along with Ashley then. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, you guys yeah. already have a natural rapport that's building. I can feel it. Um, <laughs> it it's coming along. Um, now, now, so what's what is it actually called what's the new line called or is it is it secret it's just it's just a bunch of different shirts there's no no but i'm saying you're not that's what i'm saying you you were called five plated clothing what is the new company name it's just gonna be chris Restivo clothing i guess oh I mean, crc i like say hey, crc has a ring right a little bit are you are you gonna be like big baller brand right you're gonna make like a little logo for crc 
I'll put it this way. I'm in the strip club enough where I figured I'd do something with it instead of, you know, just hang with the girls and shit like that. I want to make a clothing line. I like, I love art. I like creating things, doing different content. And I did comedy for a while, as you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, yeah. let's make something funny. And you have some, yeah. uh, you, you're, 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 you've also dipped your toe into the, into the TikTok world as well, right? I figure people are making money off it. Let me try. Okay. Why not? Yeah, yeah. So you're doing, you're doing impersonations. Now our video feed doesn't go out to the world. This is, you know, closed, but you do like yeah. uh faceovers and you've been doing uh, some of your, some of your famous impersonations. Is, is it too much to ask us to maybe give us a little bit of uh famed governor Cuomo? Can we hear a little bit of uh governor Cuomo? Cuomo, how that would work? I'm working on that one. Okay, I've seen it though. Like, give us just give us like how what how do you start uh, starting attacking? Well, give us the creative process that you go when attacking Cuomo. How do you how do you? I watch when I learn different impressions. I watch a bunch of videos. Like I watched the apology video, and I did Trump trolling Cuomo. Mm Hmm just shitting all over him. Well, give us that. Let's give us, can you, can we give us that a little bit of that live? Can we hear Trump and Cuomo going at it? I got it on my phone. No, no, no. I mean, just do it. You're the, it's like, I I feel like, all right, look, look at this. It would be like me interviewing Eddie Van Halen, God rest his soul. And he'd be like, yeah, I love that solo eruption. He's like, oh, let me play it on this tape recorder I have here. No, no, Eddie, pick up the fucking guitar and do it. Give, give I me something to say, and then then I'll roll with say, it. Um, all right, here's the thing. It's uh, President Trump um, talking to, to Governor Cuomo, and Cuomo is trying to convince him that having gay sex is the best way to live. Why is it got to be the gay shit? Because it's Andrew Cuomo. That's he would be like, I like, I like gay sex. I like having it with other men. And then Trump's like, Sorry, pal. There's no way we're gonna be able to send you funds and stuff like that. Don't bring it around. Sorry, Trump we're not Tower. gonna send you funds. You lose it. There you go. We grab him by the pussy here. <laughs> there you go. We don't grab him by the penis. We grab him by the pussy. Oh my God, was that Donald Trump? <laughs> I closed my eyes and I thought it really was Trump for a second. Right, well, right guy. And so and then give us what would Cuomo say back to him there? I can't, I can't do this today. Like, I'm like, I got to watch more of the videos. I got to watch so more of him to you, give his voice. His is a lot harder. Yeah, Cuomo, I always find like is he's more of like a rhythm guy who's just like we're here and the schools are not gonna open. My my brother, he has a show on MSNBC. We have fun banter. I have nipple rings because I'm the governor. When you're rich and powerful. You can have them. Can, can, can I can I try it out? Yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. Never, never done Cuomo before, but I'm willing to try. All right, give me a Cuomo. This is Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> I, I am trying to help New York out. God damn That's Arnold. Oh, I was trying Cuomo. I'm gonna do my it's best. It's like a foreign name. Can, can can I make a suggestion for uh, yeah. for Chris's clothing line? Yes. Rest Steve Vogue. Oh, Rusty Vogue. And then you and then you use that uh that that music from that um whoever that singer was from the eighties. He's like sounds like mad something. Oh so. yeah, that lady that lady from the Dick Tracy movie. Yeah, yeah, Dick Tracy. That's a great movie. I've never seen that movie. Fuck yeah. 
You've never seen Dick Tracy? What the fuck, no, dude? That that is one movie I haven't seen. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it's got uh, it's got uh, um, Ned Beatty in it as Dick Tracy. Yeah, it's I awesome. Mean, I really don't watch a lot of TV now. Like it's. Well, stream it. Dick Tracy's worth watching, dude. He's like a cartoon turned to life. I'll watch. I'll watch it one day. He's a, I watch a lot of documentaries, actually. Like I love Vice. They have the greatest documentaries. Vice is I'm pretty wait, good. I'm waiting for like a live action uh, Catch and Jack Hammer Kids movie. So I like. Uh, you know, did you guys watch? Uh, I know this is off topic, but did you, have you guys watched the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO? Do they have a documentary on there? Oh, it's great. It's a two part series. Hey, there's this one part where they talk about. How uh, Tiger Woods, okay, Tiger Woods, he's mm-hmm. slamming a waitress from IHOP in his fucking Range Rover, and the paparazzi not only get pictures and video of him fucking an IHOP waitress in the parking lot, but also collected the condom that he threw out the window when he was finished. And I think, I don't think we realize how famous Tiger Woods is, right? Like, think about yeah. this. It's very rare. There's probably like maybe 20 people in the world that are that famous where a paparazzi guy comes up. He sees the economy. He has to pick it up with like a big pen. You know what I mean? Like fish it up like there, hold it up to the light, and then just go, daddy's never going to have to work again. You understand? Like it, it, nobody is that. Only Tiger Woods, he's in an elite class of fame where that is like, I this is this is a big deal, but it was very funny. They collected that, and that story never went to air. Instead, the company, the paparazzi that found it, just made him be on the cover of Men's Health. So he got out of that. Uh, that guy had to fish that thing up and just got paid a bunch of money so that Tiger would then had to do a had they to do a free. They should have rebranded as International House of Pussy. <laughs> I like that. Hey, I I also yeah. When you're that rich, you can get the special grand slam. You know what I mean? Like that's the off menu one. He could he could have took it even to a sperm bank and made like a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, dude, you get, are you? That would be a fucking hell of a thing. You're like, I got one load from Tiger Woods. You too could have a robotic golf playing child if you raise them right. It's like finding the rarest of Pokemon. <laughs> I have a similar story, almost almost the same, but mine was a Waffle House, and it was James Woods. Yes, you fucked James Woods in a Waffle House. Like in the scene, that kind of rules. The bathroom, it was. Did you replay the scene with like a VHS cassette rubbing on each other's bellies? <laughs> <laughs> did you put it? Did you put it in his uh, in his in his uh, gut pussy? <laughs> You hate every time you say that gut pussy. <laughs> uh, we're Chris. Just so you know, we're we're talking about the movie Videodrome. It's a past episode in the last couple of weeks. Here, it was. Very See a lot exciting. of the videos that you have on there. I don't. I don't really know. Like I like classic movies and shit. Wish Wishmaster was funny. It was. A did crazy. you listen to? Did you listen to the Wishmaster episode? Uh, part of it. Son of a bitch! You didn't. That was that was well, code. I, I, that was code. <laughs> That was good. Get the club. How many? The funny part is, is that the movie we're doing tonight would probably not be a movie we would ever do on the show here. But because it's you, Chris, because we got we had the star power on there, we made exceptions. Okay, so I want you to know that there was a there was a great debate if we could even do the film that you wanted to do tonight. But before we get to that, uh, Chris, there was I I was just like I know we got a little bit of Trump. Is there? 
is it too much to ask to just give us give us a little bit of impersonations? Give us a little Pesci. Give us something like that. I want to hear ass fucking. Just the classico. You know, that's all I really want. On a quality time podcast, this fucking jerk off asking me about this fag shit. <laughs> Why'd you ask you about the fag shit? Huh? I'm working. I'm working on the the Pacino thing. Okay, okay, I got it. I'm going to listen. I love that. What if I set up a scene with you and Jeremy? Jeremy, can you do your best uh, uh, Robert Loggia, Robert Lozier, uh, from from the movie Scarface, okay? So he's gonna play. He's gonna play Frank from Scarface. And what I if want I do? You... What if I do Logia from uh, First Blood? Yeah, do, do Frank from Scarface. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. Jeremy's gonna yeah. be that. Okay, here's the scene. You're both at a Dunkin' Donuts, and you're both are are, are fighting over who gets the last custard filled. Uh... I'm Scarface. I'm uh, Pacino. Oh, okay, you're gonna be okay. Pacino. Yeah. This is basically it's Frank and 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 Al Pacino fighting over the last donut at at okay. uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And go. Uh, sorry, sirs. Uh, actually, we only have one single donut left, and uh, I can only give it to one of you. What's your fucking high? Okay. What's the matter, kid? You want to know what you think about in this business? Is whoever has the most donuts is a real hassa. <laughs> Look at that fat fucker over there. He has the most fucking donuts. He's just eating 40 fucking munchkins. And it's not enough for him because it's only 2 a.m. in the morning and he can go for another gallon of coffee and another 12 donuts. He's a real hassa. <laughs> You know what a hossa is, Frank? It's a pig that don't fly with it. You want donuts? Okay? Uh, sorry, kid. I, I, I didn't mean to eat all the jellies. They talked me into it. I would have given you a little ass donut. Don't kill me, Tony! Don't kill me! I said it's 175 for the fucking donut. Okay? This donut... That's cocaine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're ready to take this on the road now. We're right, we're, this will be like the Scarface tour. Oh, man. Ha- bravo to both our performers. Thank you so much, Al and uh, and and Robert Lowe. I'm sorry, Chris and Jeremy. That was beautiful. It was strong. Um, last but not least, Chris, before we get into the movie, I know we're prolonging yeah. this, maybe longer than it should, but where where do you see yourself in five years? Where do where where's Chris Restivo? Where's the brand? Where's the impersonations at? Where where do you see yourself? My dream is to own a strip club. I'm telling you, that's, that's my thing. <laughs> what, what would your what, what would the Chris Restivo strip club be called? Would it be called Chris's? But with two S's. Restivos. Oh, Restivos. Yeah. All right. Brand name, baby. Would it be would it be would you call it Restivo and Son? No. There's no son. No, I mean how like about, you like as in you and cold running pussy. Yeah, yeah. The how about the titty twister? What about boys you're terrible at branding? May I step in? Yes, yeah. please. You need a female perspective on this. Thank one. you. Chris, I would call it pleasers. Not bad. Thank you. Where everyone's wet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh my God. classic, classic. Well, He's got like a phone sex operator voice. 
Yeah, listen, oh she is a sultry. So she is she's yeah, a I sultry get so woman. much fan mail about so many people being like, Ashley, God, I'd love for you to like peg me. And I'm like, oh my God, get in line. <laughs> Everybody's doing that OnlyFans shit now. I know so many girls that you know do the OnlyFans thing and they make money on that. So much money. Yeah, I had one for a little while. Um it was called Alba Whore Tuna underscore sixty nine. <laughs> Alba Hortuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that's a lot of fun. Who's, I was... who's the uh, who's the sports guy's daughter on uh, '98 Rock? His his daughter is is an OnlyFans now, and he's like supporting her for it for breast implants. I forget. I, I know. Weird. I listened to it earlier today, uh, earlier in the week, but I can't remember. Is it Lowell Melzer? No, it's uh, it's no, Letterer, Leaden Better, Leaden Shredder. That's good enough. That's yeah. fine. Our Texas listeners will love this. He's the one. He's the one that sings the Friday song every Friday. Yeah, I can't. Um, I know he has one leg, and I've met him before. He's really nice, but Shul Ledden better. Ah, fuck him. It's not important. Um, <laughs> who gives a shit? Either way, good for his daughter. Good for her puss. Good for good for everybody. That's a good dad. I. Th- I think it's really funny because I think the pandemic really sparked the OnlyFans craze because there's so many people that were out of work, Dude. right? That you are like, uh, we resorted to a, a place where we all had to sell our bodies for a little while. Um, <laughs> but guilty. That's, you know, and I get that. But like now that everybody sees how profitable it is, it's kind of more acceptable in society. There's going to be a time where somebody like says, uh, it was like, oh, Eric's mom was on OnlyFans. And then somebody's going to have to go, my mom was on OnlyFans? You want to know what? My mom's tits up. My mom's tits paid for my college. Do you understand that? My mom's, my mom's pussy put me through med school, okay? And one day you're going to have your heart operated on by a guy whose mom showed her tits. And you're like, yeah, you, you're alive because of OnlyFans well, right now. Honestly, like if you guys think about it, quality time sort of is my OnlyFans, but I just make no money off of it. And I only have to show my tits like once an episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Chris, let's go over the movie that you so graciously brought into the world for us this fine episode. Uh, it's 1985 or 86's. I think it's 85. I think it's it's 85 or 86. Blame it on motherfucking Rio, which... Uh, I taught him everything he knows. Oh. I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the leprechaun. Half. That's what she wants. Half of everything I got. Wish I had her. Oh, I thought I had. Uh, I thought I had the uh, the intro music for Blame It on Rio, but apparently it's, it's so only bad. the it's leprechaun. So uh, it so is. Bad. This is. I don't know how that even happened at all, but um, you know what? We're gonna go with it. That was our last episode, which was for St. Patty's Day. The leprechaun in the hood. Also a great, a great, great film. In and of itself, but it's finally—it's finally an urban film that we had to watch one at least once a year. Yeah, <laughs> we get—we get—we do one. Uh, so uh, no, this movie uh, directed by Stanley Donnan, uh, starring the great Michael Caine and a young Demi Moore on top of that, uh, who makes a a supporting uh, actress role in this. Um, Chris, what was it about? Blame it on Rio, and it's 1984, by the way, 1984 movie. 
okay. What was it about Blame It on Rio that you wanted to bring that to our audience today? I mean, you could see Young to Me more, butt-ass naked almost, and Michelle Johnson, who I had a huge thing for when I was younger. You look at her now, and it's like a fucking train wreck, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the line the the lines are funny and it's just like he's banging his best friend's daughter and they go on a voyage to find out who's fucking his daughter and it turns out his best friend is fucking his wife so it's just like a whole series of mishaps and fucked and it, up events and it, and Michael Caine City yeah yeah it's a it, it's a wild. It's a wild movie, I will say. Uh, it, I, I, I would say it in in our day and age, it there there maybe are some things that are like you know, I well we'll, we'll get into it. Obviously, it starts out with uh, Victor, who's played by Joseph Bologna, uh, and then obviously Matthew, who's played by Michael Caine. They work at a company together, and uh, the company sends them to Rio through some. Uh, mishaps and stuff. Uh, Victor is going through a divorce at the time. Uh, Matthew's uh, uh, marriage is a little bit on the rocks because she's supposed to come to Rio, but she drops out and says, fuck it. Um, and the divorce is going so bad with um, with Victor that he does say this line. It makes me laugh pretty hard. Half. That's all she wants. Half of everything I got. Wish I had her piece. Uh, which is... I. I don't understand that. I've never been like, you know what, man, this <laughs> she's trying That's to take me for divorce. everything. Have you I've never wished herpes upon myself because yeah. <laughs> because I was uh I was having that bad of a breakup, you know. Well, uh, it was such an early film that that he didn't say yeah. AIDS. <laughs> Cuz herpes was the was worst such, thing you could get back then. I don't think it was this prevalent back then. But then at the at the same time uh, as he's uh, as Michael Caine's about to go to Rio for this business vacation that we, I don't I don't know what company does this where they're like we're gonna send our two gap guys who are also best friends to there to a is. paradise with their families. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't make any sense, but you know, you okay? We're, we're gonna accept that. Uh, I do like Michael Caine says his wife is like, I'm not going on it, and he does say this right here. Never. Haven't you said that there were times you would rather be without me? Ah, that's only when I'm with you. Most of the time, we're two together. Sometimes we're so us, I forget what it's like just to be me. But when we're apart, I, I miss you terribly. I just like sometimes we all together too much, and then I don't <laughs> want to do it. And blah, blah, blah. By just... the way, this is like the worst episode of Rona. <laughs> of Rona, Rona. <laughs> I don't she, know. What... She she was the the lead in Rona, by the way. Oh, okay. I don't know what that show is. I think I um, don't one of I our think listeners... our listeners that are at least seventy years old know this reference. So, mm. the last movie you guys made me watch was ugh. What did we terrible. watch last? I couldn't time? even watch like ten minutes of that. Oh, movie. the Greasy Strangler. That is the episode so, you were on. Oh, well, it was so good. <laughs> I love the Greasy Strangler. Jeremy was like in heaven and I'm like, dude, I can't get through this. I, I wouldn't even watch it. I mean, if I'm going to suggest our listenership watch anything, it's watch Greasy Strangler and then this and then see which one grosses you out more because there are some there are some things in this movie that are uh, ridiculous uh, but we'll get to that. They're, uh, they're, uh, their room when they get there is ridiculous so the the situation is Demi Moore and uh his daughter to Victor goes down there with uh Matt and his daughter who is uh is played by um 
I'm sorry, Demi Moore is is Michael Caine's daughter, yeah. and Michelle Johnson, who plays Jennifer, who is Victor's daughter, they are the only ones that end up going to Rio in this room that can only be described as like a drug dealer's house. Basically, it could be a drug dealer's house. Okay, drug dealers, one thing. One, I was thinking like I don't know. I've never been in a room and I'm like you know what this place needs. Just straight up lush jungle wallpaper. Fucking plants like, all over just, the wall I just shit. need, that's what I need to really tie this room together. Uh, but Jennifer. Eric, you've clearly never been to Nicaragua. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, but hey, one's been inside me. Am I right? <laughs> um, hey, does anybody know what Nicaragua sounds like? <laughs> no, no, no please, <laughs> please share me. Let's what? not do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's enough. Uh, out of Jeremy, there's a. Jennifer does admit though that she does have a crush on Nicole's dad. So, oh, because uh, hey, you know what? There's nothing that a 17 year old girl thinks is more sexy than a a weird looking Michael Caine as he's yeah. walking around, just like yeah. like with pedophile glasses on. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. Man, <laughs> I just I just want to fuck Alfred from fucking Batman movies. Yeah, he is a real just like you know, Master Wayne. When I saw your daughter's pussy, I thought Wayne. I thought I thought <laughs> I really feel that I could have picked her up at the middle school when I was younger. But as she got old enough to to eleventh grade, I knew it was finally the time. Uh there Oh my God. What, what woman a... wanna fuck her dad's best friend? Like God, wearing those those fucking white new balances and those Izod <laughs> polo shirts from <laughs> JC Penny ninety nine if you have a coupon. Like, the fucking Kmart catalog. Oh, what if God, yeah. What if they changed Michael King to like Robin Leach? He's like, oh, I want to fuck your daughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sexy uh, Michael Leach. Of the Milton famous. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Lifestyles of the children pussy. That's what we're here to do. I'm Michael Leach. Um, so they meet also. Oh, oh, can I, uh, my favorite would be instead of Michael Caine, Regis Philbin. Oh, uh, I'm thinking about fucking your daughter, and I, I finally fucked her. Yeah. Welcome on. Who wants to be a pedophile? My name is Regis Philbin, and uh, look at my friend's hot daughter. <laughs> look at her. She looks can great. I, can I throw my fantasy in the ring? Yeah, yeah. Get it in uh, there. The old man that plays blue in old school. Oh my god, that's too old. Yeah. Ooh. That's too old? Is he still around? Do you think? I think he died. He probably did. That's the kind of that's the kind of porn you have to watch and hold your hand over part of the screen. Like, yeah, me and yeah. Justin Schlegel did this thing when we went to. Um, I'm sorry, the guy that you hate, Justin Schlegel, but me and Justin went to uh, Vegas one year. Uh, I want to say like 2016, 2017, and uh, while we were there, uh, we played this fun game with the rest of the comics there, which was see how long we could watch the most disturbing old people porn for. And uh, Justin won. Justin won. It was a valiant effort. I did my best, uh, but we definitely did sit there and just watch basically just these two. Lemons going at it and it was just it was i was worried for this lady's hip if i'm going to be honest more than anything and uh i felt bad there old people just need to chill i feel like when i get a certain <laughs> age like i i don't feel comfortable with my own nudity at that point where i look like the character from the shining out of the bathroom and i'm penetrating like i can't 
it's just not a good thing. We need avatars at that point. It's the same for me, except one is black. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like I like milfs, but there's a certain point where it's just like it's too much. I agree. Cool. Like when they're seventy. Yeah. I've never seen porn like that. I don't want to. It's it's called the double gilf um, porn. God. Great grandmas, I'd like to fuck. Um, so they also meet creepy Eduardo, who is their neighbor, who is actually the creepiest looking one out of all of them. Like, oh, smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a smoking jacket. He has all the vibes of like, oh, bring your children here. <laughs> and uh, he's he's probably the grossest one out of all of them. Uh, but they eventually hit the beach, and uh, they're just the, the. I mean, I'm gonna say probably the most titties you see in a 90 second clip is this beach exactly, scene. Yeah. It's just just a ton of titties, um, and Michael Caine does admit he does have a problem with uh, nudity. Cause I've he... always had a problem handling nudity. I like it, mind you, but it is troubling. Nudity. Anybody's, even my own. Sometimes, when I'm getting undressed, I almost wish I could leave the room. You know what I mean? I love I love that he's such an innocent player in all this and that he just he doesn't want to do this but you know when your daughter when your best friend's daughter's titties are in front of you how can you say it's no like, yeah, and uh snatched. you know we've all clearly we've all been there um there you there I, should... I wonder how saggy his balls were at this point in his life that's the last thing I'm thinking about if I got to meet more and Michelle Johnson right in front of me with titties mm-hmm. hanging out by the way, by the way, true story. I was in the bathroom naked the other day. Okay, we're and, listening. And the wife caught me from behind, and she mentioned how low my balls really are hanging. So, how would and you yeah. say how how low have you ever measured, Jeremy? How long are your balls now? Uh, let's just say last year was the first time they reached the uh, toilet water. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Man. Jeremy! I might as well be the I might as well be the fucking dog from like uh, Joe Dirt's on I, the fucking on the fucking porch or something. I like that Jeremy's balls are so long that sometimes when he's out of toilet paper, he just wipes with his own balls. Like he just <laughs> just reaches it back there. I don't know. I think ACDC at this time they should make a song called "Long Balls" instead of "Big Balls." Oh, long balls! <laughs> long balls! She's got long balls. <laughs> And this is upsetting because like if we had this conversation in reverse i would be kicked off the podcast if i was like i was going pee the other day and i was so disappointed that my labia kept touching the water in the toilet <laughs> yeah eric yeah i would be kicked off the podcast all right like yeah when they, when when they get to like you know uh hound dog ears size that's kind of scary so this is a it's getting a grow we'll get it back on let's talk about the more pure-hearted nature of this movie and get back (laughs) into it here uh eventually matthew takes makes a big mistake it hits the beach party uh where there's all types of dancing and he and jennifer head down to the uh water uh where they start topless making out uh with his basically uh niece here and uh you hear this right here make love to me i'm 20 years older than you 28 
which I believe, if my math is correct, makes her 17, uh, which I... Yeah. Um. Gosh, you know what? A, listen, we can all agree Michael Michael Caine's a real hero here. I think more than anything. I mean, he he tried his best for this sex crazed seventeen year old. He's uh, taking a big this risk. Is, <laughs> this is a beautiful love story. It is so touching that I cannot wait till Eric's children are old enough to fall in love with one of his best friends. <laughs> It is like every every girl deserves oh, no. that opportunity. God, it could be Tommy Simbazo. It could be oh, yeah. Austin. It could, Guys, look. it could be any of your friends. It, Sean it, Gabbard. It could be any of your friends. I think Sean has the most <sighs> has the most uh, Michael Caine-ish vibes. So uh, I give him like Probably. the runner for that i still uh, i still have fingers crossed that someday it could be ben hancock oh but, you know, yeah well that's that's the that that's their current boyfriend so let's not get out of control <laughs> uh shout outs ben hancock laugh finder so uh he does uh he does fuck and uh all of a sudden he sees some work baits that roll up on him i do think it's hilarious that he decides to hide his boner by covering himself, himself in the oh i gotta cover myself in sand and make make the weirdest <laughs> sand castle i've ever seen here master white and then uh he uh uh he then tells jennifer it was all a dream classic cosby move uh that is a great way to gaslight somebody is to be like we didn't have sex it was a dream yes so uh she uh she says i'm ready for another dream which is how every woman would react to that right ashley just really as she pours the booze into their thing like she just needs to slug another shot back after that one uh like yeah i'm dreaming of fucking some old dude yeah oh man meanwhile victor is getting laid by an age-appropriate lady at the bar who is uh who is uh looks like a a little bit like another lady like uh michael kane's uh wife uh if if you do notice that now um she uh, comes at Matthew again in the morning. This time, uh, they're both having breakfast, and they notice that uh, they're shaving cream on both of their faces afterwards. So he's just, you know, hilarious antics about trying to hide that he's having sex with his best friend's daughter. Uh, they, uh, there is a later Vic and Mac talk about their girls taking the pill, and he's like, uh, Jennifer's not on it. He's like, oh, my God, she's not on it at all. Ah, how could you... Oh, I'll just, I'll just busted a British nut up in her. How I don't understand this? what the problem is. Again, what a great thing. You can all be family now. Like, what man doesn't <laughs> want his best friend impregnating his daughter? I don't see what the issue is. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's, they're hung up. They're not like a normal Muslim family. <laughs> or Mormon, you know. So Mormon family makes more sense. Um, well, like, like, I, I got an eight-year-old. You want to fuck my eight-year-old daughter? Show. Let's get the money rolling. <laughs> Gosh. God damn it. The thing is, his daughter doesn't have a fucking accent. He's like British, and she sounds so American, like to me more. I have. They you said, know, she sounds like her dumb bitch mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I came to America to have, I, I came from England to have these beautiful American children that look nothing like me or my wife. I'm not even sure we're related at all, but it is what it is. 
and uh, Vic and Matt. Uh, uh, then they he tells uh, he, Vic tells Matt about the pact that he made. He's like, "We made a deal. She tells me when she fucks somebody." I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> like, that is terrifying. I would never. <laughs> I never told my father that I was having sex until I like probably seven years later, and I was like, "Hey, so like, which would make you more upset, me being gay?" Or me being a whore. And my dad's like, let me think about it. And he's like, probably you being gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Can I have some- <laughs> Jeremy, that's not distracting at all what you're doing. Well, I'm sorry. I'm watching the road. Not, it's not completely. I only, it's okay. I'm just only hearing my own theme music in my head right now. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. Sorry, I, I, was, I was listening about how you were gay to your dad. Yeah. Um, so... <sighs> Anyway, let's get let's get on with the particulars of that. So he tells about the pact. Uh, they have dinner. Nikki goes uh, off with some drummer, and then uh, they have dinner, and she can't stop keep her hands off the undeniably sex appeal of of a Michael Caine. Uh, won't stop uh, touching him and doing everything. Uh, they eventually he leaves for the night. The dad leaves. So it's just Michael Caine and her. Jennifer stuck at the house, and this is I'll say it. You know what? The this is probably the cringiest moment from the movie is this right here. I was right just here. remembering the first time I kissed you. It was at your christening. Oh, oh. Your mother was powdering your bottom. And I said I wanted to be the first man to kiss it. <laughs> and I went over and I did. How dare you drive a tiny baby wild with desire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, this is listen. All right. There's there's, there's implied number. child fucking, and then there's just like, oh, when I saw you at your christening, I knew I wanted to tap that baby ass just right away. And this was a move. You know, the '80s was a time where this was. Uh, this guy is part. This is. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I feel like this movie is like the favorite movie of like the underground child pedophile ring that runs our country secretly. Like QAnon. These are the people that like people who believe in QAnon. Maybe it's true. Um, PizzaGate. This is like uh, this is movie night for PizzaGate people, right? <laughs> like this is. He's like, yeah, Michael Caine is part of all of this. This is the line you, that proves that. Do you guys remember when like? Jiffy Pop and stuff would put like red box rental codes yeah. in there. Yeah. But like there's only one movie to rent and it's blame it on Rio. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with every $10,000 purchase. You make it way fair. Uh, it's yeah. just, it's They're like, like look, it's- special <laughs> rebate offer. If you buy one bag of dum dum lollipops, some Jiffy Pop and a little bit of candy flavored lube, we'll give you a free rental of blame it on Rio. <laughs> So, I just want to thank that Blame It on Rio is on full loop on Epstein Island. Except the women in the movie are way too old. Yeah. She, uh, uh, Jennifer then goes to a witch doctor because uh, Matt won't say that he loves her. And so uh, she does this weird ritual of throwing things to, into the ocean and these flowers don't come back. And he goes, he does love me, but, uh, you know, Michael Caine is not having it. Do you love me, Matthew? I do. Honestly? Yes. Secretly, but honestly. No more secrets. <laughs> you have to tell Daddy. There is nothing Carl, a woman would, loves more than a, 
There is nothing a woman loves more than a man telling her, I love you, but it's our secret. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's also one of the nothing. best episodes of Strangers with Candy. So. Yes. Uh, don't, I love you, but don't tell anybody. And then she gives him a magical little charm bracelet uh, of a little one inch god. And then uh, this wonderful line from Michael Caine here It was just what I needed a one inch god with a two inch penis. There you go. So, uh, this is, so, uh, that is the Christian God. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, she, uh, not included. She tells her dad, uh, that she did fuck, uh, the next day because now that, uh, he's trying to break things off with her, he, she is in, in turmoil. Uh, now while he's telling the story, uh, the entire time, he's like, you got to tell me who it is. Michael Caine is packing his bags in the other room. He's ready to leave in just this, uh, uh, this moment um but she doesn't name drop him uh but as he's doing he's like oh i'm about to leave um but he's like no man i need your help we gotta find who fucked my daughter and uh he's like it's like it's like asking an arsonist who put to put out a fire (laughs) this movie spoke to my soul i wanted to hate it but i was like i've never related to a movie so much in my life i was like this is just did somebody look at my diary because this is hilarious (laughs) so like every other week and then uh and then Uh, wait a second wait a second did did we did did we just completely slide past the most important part of this movie which is the part where she takes her fucking automatic Polaroid and takes no, a that picture is of herself literally, in the room. This is literally it right now. This is, yeah, so she is a pioneer of taking nudes with Polaroids where you actually get to see her. <laughs> there's a little bit of muff shot in this. Uh, the 80s bush. Okay, so, so that's what we talked about, which is probably one of the top five most... Uh, uh, pause scene on video in the 80s. Ah, okay. They uh, eventually, Vic and Vic finds her diary and uh, finds out that she also fucked some guy named Moose, which is, uh, God, outside of uh, Silo Johnson from Beer Fest, probably the funniest name I've ever heard about somebody who fucks <laughs> is Moose. It's such a good nickname because it tells us a lot. It tells us that he's rabid in the sack. He's probably from Maine and he mates for life. <laughs> or, he could be, or he could be a Canadian. Yes. <laughs> he could be he could be Canadian and he's probably got a huge nose. Yes. He's a Canadian black guy. <laughs> and really loves bacon. L- Luckily though, Matt's name is not dropped in the diary, but Victor's still out to find this guy. Uh, they then head to the dance club. He ends up fighting the singer there because he's singing a nice song to his daughter. Um, and then they head to Eduardo's restaurant after that, where she's about to tell him who fucked her, but uh, then looks at Eduardo. So her dad tries to beat up Eduardo. When finally, uh, when he's off tra- chasing Eduardo around, he's like, if I'm willing to do it, that means you're willing to, to tell him. So he finally comes truth, uh, comes forward to Victor and says, hey, I just want you to know I fucked your underage daughter. Hope that's cool. <laughs> um, and, uh, Look at that honesty. Yeah. The honesty. And then honesty. He, uh, yeah. he, he eventually uh, says uh, the, the titular line of the movie, and then, I guess 
I guess you want to punch me, right? And he's like, uh, will that make you hurt more? Good. I'm not going to do it, which is uh, clearly any guy would do that, right? Oh, I'm more emotionally <laughs> hurt right now, so I'm not going to punch this guy. That sounds like a very, very realistic reaction to this. Uh, but he does say this. Birds, music, dancing, drums, everything was. Blame it on Rio, right? Whoa, the titular line right there. The work uh, part of the movie. Yeah, there we go. Where's the, where's the titular Eric. line theme? I just didn't cue yeah. it up. We just, you know, we did. Fuck. It was too much work. Oh, okay. Sorry, Ash. Well, look, no, you're okay. No, Jeremy, I agree with you. I also wanted to hear the titular line theme. I'm disappointed, Eric. No, but but Chris, I said we should name this episode Blame It on Restivo. I like it. Yeah. Hey, that could be your strip club name. Blame it on Restivo. Ooh. Hey, hey, for all the hate for Restivo, he's no Devon Brent. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Devon Brent, what a Steve or Steve Chris still has a soul. <laughs> a gentle soul. So, uh, they uh, there is this very very cringy scene afterwards where they're both trying to get into each other's rooms while evading the dad after this. So they're still trying to see each other, which is awkward. <laughs> um, and then uh, eventually uh, he tries to you know break it off with her even more, but uh, he runs into the dad the next morning where, where they're about to. He's trying to explain that uh, you know I'm not a monster just because I fucked a seventeen year old and. Um, <laughs> There, there is this part where he says, uh, I just want you to know that I'm not somebody who hangs around schoolyards in a raincoat. Try it. It'd be very good. I'll give you a letter of recommendation. I felt very deeply for Jennifer. Real affection. <laughs> so, so. I love when a man has to like explain to someone else. I swear I didn't fuck her just because I was bored. I swear I cared about her. God, as a woman, I can't tell you how, how much that just like smooths everything over. Yeah. Why isn't that a good enough explanation? Agreed. <laughs> so uh, he he says. That I he always went, I always just say she meant nothing to me, and she didn't even cost that much. Um, he was in a five mile radius. <laughs> but if things couldn't get more twisted than that, as he says that he really cared and loves Jennifer, uh, his wife comes in, who's been called from home to hear this just at the right moment, and it's uh, we find out that he's uh, also been uh, Victor's been fucking his wife on the side. Uh, a fight ensues. Uh, later that night where I claimed probably my favorite audio clip of the entire movie, which is Victor and Matthew fighting it out. And uh, you hear this one little thing. Watch it, those are my balls. Watch it, those are my balls. Watch it, those are my balls. <laughs> Watch it, those are I my have, balls. <laughs> I have, sorry, I know my, my audio is really loud because I live on a busy street. Eric has made me listen to that no less than 15 <laughs> times in the last week. I was at a brisk and Eric's like, listen to this. I was at the grocery store and Eric's like, listen to this. You got to hear. I was oh, my with balls. my father yesterday for his 63rd birthday. And Eric's like, listen to this. And I'm like, please stop making me listen to Michael Caine talk about his balls. <laughs> Eric, you should make that your ringtone. 
That is, oh, those are my bowls. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but as I'm talking to a client, sorry, hold on. I have to take this. Chris is calling. Um, this is, <laughs> that's, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, but they're, uh, as they are all realizing and there's fighting ensuing and all this is going down, they get, uh, they, they read the note that Jennifer wrote and it's a suicide note. And uh, apparently, though, they go to the hospital, they found her. She tried to OD on birth control pills, which, uh, you know, I don't think works. That's impossible. Um, I don't know if well, you. It, it may not kill you, but you'll probably never have children. <laughs> her, her womb is now, uh, she's good. It's like, they call that the original IUD, is taking all of them I at call once. call it inconvenient infertility. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, she has taken so many birth control pills, I can't even have a baby with her. Yes, yes. But Jennifer lives. Uh, they all head back to the house with the wife and the kids. And now she's already, after leaving her suicide attempt, she's with a 21-year-old near named Lorenzo. He's like, oh, good. I like him. He's 21. He's perfect, uh, <laughs> which is weird. But it seems like Michael Caine is the odd man out. It all worked out very neatly, except for me, the odd man out. Well, no complaints. I made my own bed. I just never thought I'd wind up in it alone. So, uh, but after after some heartwarming moments and a goodbye from Jennifer, his wife decides to go with him to the other resort where they spend the rest of the time. They end up staying together and uh, everything works out. He never faces any consequences for anything that he's done. What a magical film. I love it. And uh, Chris, your final thoughts on Blame It on Rio. It's just a funny fucked up movie. Yeah. Okay. Just a funny, fucked up movie. What? Take us back. Like, what? Uh, what really worked for you? Um, about Just the it. Corny lines and Michelle Johnson. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, uh, classic Michelle Johnson film. All right. Um, Ashley, your final thoughts on Blame It on Rio, a movie that you you clearly you know as a uh, as a as a woman probably enjoyed a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I shockingly loved it because I was like, holy, holy shit, was this based off of my life? Because this is amazing. <laughs> um, it, it was so true to what every young woman wants. Every young woman wants to be disappointed by an older man. And I loved it. It was perfect. That does rule. And Jeremy- Now they're called sugar daddies. Ah. Well, I've had a sugar daddy and at least they pay. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I know. I know. One dude, he bought a girl a Mercedes. Oh yeah, yeah. I that must have been a good hand job. That was. I don't know. These girls seem like a good cat name. Genius is getting shit. Uh, yeah. Jeremy, your final thoughts on Blame It on Rio? Uh, I think uh, a good name for it back in the day could have been Cuck It. Cuck It. Blame It on Pedophilia. <laughs> um, and. Um, you know, they could definitely redo this movie. It's been so long now, except maybe they'd change it around a little bit. It's more from the daughter's perspective, because then their dads are having sex together. 
and have to finally reveal that they're gay to their own daughters. Well, actually, they, they actually have turned it into a, a, a series. If you guys uh, actually, there's a new episode tonight. It's called Alan versus Pharaoh. Uh, there's another episode on tonight, HBO Max. Uh, if you guys want to watch it, it's uh, it's really it's really hilarious. Uh, it's I really, really just want another excuse for another good Michael Douglas Matt Damon movie. So, what if they remade Blame It on Rio? Except this time it stars Chris Hansen, and it's just him trying to find Michael. Michael Caine almost fucking a child over and over again. That would be that would be fun. Chris Hansen would be the neighbor, and they just substitute Robert De Niro for. I mean, hey, uh, Michael Caine for Robert De Niro. Uh, uh, Matthew, why don't you sit? I think, I why think, don't you sit down? I think we also we've also found out from nine eleven that I think as the uh, terrorists flew into the twin towers, the last thing they said was blame it on Rio. <laughs> I would call it. Uh, Date conga line. A date conga line? That's good. No, I think That's every father's nine eleven. Yeah. Right? Blame it on Rio too is just like him living next door to Chris Hansen and he's just like, Hey, why don't you have a seat? Oh, oh, what what do you mean me have a seat? Why why am I taking a seat right now? He's like, Well I made oh my God. I and he goes, I made I love, scones. I um, love Blame It on Rio too, electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man electric or blame it on rio 2 die dark man die which is my favorite sequel name Rig back uh, canon pictures hell yeah he brother. Make a work version of it and he's like did you bang my daughter and he's like no nah, i didn't smash but sometimes a conversation is equally important oh yes that is <laughs> it's true <laughs> there's no fucking sex in the and no fucking children in a movie gross um there's <laughs> There's, uh, but uh, hey, Chris, where can people find your new clothing brand out and more things? All things, Chris Rostio. What's the best way to look you up, sir? I'm working, I'm working on a website right now, but I got a Facebook page uh, for temporary, and it's Chris Rostio Clothing on Facebook. Okay, so all of our listeners, go out there, get yourself some stripper apparel. The second Saturday shit show is free every second Saturday of the month. Obviously, always check out all things Eric Comedy, ericcomedy.com. You can find links to the merch store there where you can find all that shit. Ashley, where can people find you at? Uh, people can find me um, online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, and you can check there for upcoming shows and appearances. Oh, so definitely come that out. And, um... I don't know. I don't know what shows are coming up, but you. Hey, you know what? In April, you can see me, Ashley, and the great Justin Schlegel <coughs> up in uh, Hartford County. Um, details coming out soon. Jeremy, take us out quick. Oh, blame it on real, Master Wayne. <laughs>